0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey, Connie Franklin, we miss you. What's up y'all, what's up Instagram? Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Help me me be free. My God. The cycle, my God, cycle, Be cycle. cycle. my God. Cycle. Cycles. Well, good morning. That was Jonathan McReynolds uh, Cycles. And I'm on the home front right now. Um, I just have had to adjust my schedule a little bit for the boys, but we are still live on net and later on on Rejoice. Didn't want anybody to think anything was wrong. Um, just that I mean it's what you do when you are a single mom, you make a adjustments to make sure. Um, it fits your life um, and you can take care of your babies properly and give them what they need. But it's still Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I'm your girl, LMJ, in this place this morning. And I'm just grateful this morning. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for me to be up. I'm grateful to have the activities of my limbs. I'm grateful to be clothed in my right mind. And I'm just so thankful for who God is and what God does and what he's doing in my life, and what he does um, on a continuous basis. If you're just logging in, we started a series yesterday, or we're still in the grave robber series. God is something else. But we started talking about cycles. We have been in the book of John. We were talking about the man at Bethesda and him at the pool. And um, we noticed that Jesus said something significant to him. About his sin and making sure you don't. Um, he said he five five and thirteen. He says he says Jesus was looking for him. He says now you are well. So stop sinning or something worse may happen. And yesterday we began uh, this journey of talking about and dealing with cycles. And I said something significant to you. A lot of people do not realize that they are in cycles. A lot of us don't see our shortcomings or the areas in our life that need to be worked on. And to be honest, many of us don't walk in the level of humility for God to check it. And God is trying to check it and to prune you and to help you overcome and break these cycles. But because we move so fast, right, we move so quickly, um, it's easy for us to miss the opportunities or to see where we've been in these cycles. We've been in these repetitive patterns. And then if we get a little bit of word in us. Uh, We become unteachable, unreachable, and uncoachable. And I'm just going to be honest. That's not what the word should do. When you get some word in you, it should open you up for more word, uh, more grooming, more pruning, and more correction. If you didn't see my midday sip yesterday on instagram uh for those of you that have been facing challenges i talked about some personal things it was on facebook i think as well on how to work through challenges and so if you missed that yesterday you're in a challenge right now you need to go find that video it's on the Lakeisha johnson page it's on the lmj ministry page and it's also on both the instagram pages on how to work through or face just some practical tips for working through challenges and so um, I'm guilty too, Timmy. Thank you for saying that. I've been guilty too, thinking I got enough word in me to take off and the word wasn't rooted properly. And then you face a more significant challenge, my God. And then you think God is not working or the ministry is not working or the church is not working or the word doesn't work. And then you go back into your old patterns of repeating things, of doing things and handling things your way and handling things your way are going to... Pred- is going to produce the same result that it has been producing when you handle things your way and so without a doubt without a doubt it's important for you to recognize these cycles it's important for you to be open up to see where i keep cycling back into the same behavior um and for me you need um, um you better have you some good girlfriends, or you better have you some good God friends, or you better have some people in your life with some word in them. I ain't talking about people that encourage you in your sin. I ain't talking about people that speak to your weaknesses. I ain't talking about people that encourage you to be the same. I'm gonna be honest with you. Those people are on your friends in certain spaces. You need some folks with some word in you that will put you in the position to challenge you in that word and say, absolutely not. We're not gonna ask this way. You need somebody to say to you, girl, your." showing, you know, you need somebody to say to your homeboy to say, to "You dude, your pants unzip. You need somebody in your life that is going to push a button and say, you know what, you've been in this repetitive cycle, or I've seen you in the same situation. And if you're unshepherded, if you're not attached to a minister, if you're not attached to in your life, you need a relationship with your shepherd, you need to be in a position uh, uh, that's big Melissa I said the same thing I woke up I'm not gonna keep taking the same test I'm not gonna keep going through these same cycles I'm not gonna keep being in these same circumstances and these same situations and not produce any results and often we can recognize cycles in other people's lives but we can't recognize cycles in our lives because our eyes are not open to see the cycles you know um, I business and purpose coach, and I watch people go into these cycles all the time through their businesses, and it's because uh, they won't adhere or they won't listen. And I'm like, if you just slow down and just do the things that I asked you to do the first time, can I share something with you? Powerful, if you would do what I asked you to do the first time, because it's not me; it's the Holy Spirit working in me. I promise, it's going to produce a result for you, right? And most people take off because they had the heard the prophetic word, but ain't got no substance. They heard the prophetic word, but they ain't got no substance. They ain't got no meat behind what God told them. They ain't got no steadfast. Can I tell you something? When God puts you out or he's going to release you or he's going to put you in a position for you to walk in what he's called you to do, he needs to deal with you in layers and in levels, and that's going to come out in the next book that I write. Like He's got to deal with you in processes, and oftentimes, he wants to deal with you at a lower place so that you don't take that to your next place. So that you don't take that to your next place. So when you believe in God for promotion and it hasn't happened yet, and you're standing true on your word and you're operating in integrity and character, and you got the seed out there and you're doing all the work, and it hasn't happened yet, just let God process you out at the level you're at because He's trying to do a greater work in you because there's some mess that's in this level that you don't need to take to the next level. There's a level of maturity that he needs to get you to. So you don't take to the next level and you keep trying to promote yourself and you keep trying to push push yourself and you keep trying to put yourself in a position and God said, no, let me position you. That's in anything, that's in a marriage, that's in a relationship, that's where he's like, let me position you, let me get all this junk out of you, so that you don't take any of this with you to the next level. <laughs> I don't want you to take this, I don't want you exposed, because can I tell you something, what you've been dealing with at this, this, this level, you can't handle if you got exposed, it got exposed at the next level. It would be a scandal, it would be a mess, and so a lot of times we won't sit still and let God deal with us with this level, we're ready to go, we're ready to take off, we're We ready for our boo. We ready for our man. And we haven't even dealt with ourselves at this level. We haven't even dealt with the relationship at this level, but we are looking for a new relationship and we ain't even fixed our dealt with this relationship at the last level. But if you'll do some of the basics and what God has asked you to do at this level, he'll promote you, he'll elevate you, he'll bring you into your boo and all you need and he'll do all that for you. Just let the Lord work things out for you and we're gonna talk about that. Let me do a few shout outs. Hey, first of all, ladies, remember, no ladies Bible study, I'll be at intercessory prayer in my church, if you have a prayer request, drop it in our DM, I'm screenshotting them and I'm taking them to church with me tonight so that your prayers can just be labored on. Um, Jess attends the same church, we are gonna put our hands on these prayers, I'm gonna give them to my pastors them, and we're just gonna stand in a faith and agreement with you, so make sure you do that. If you have not tapped into the website, do me a favor, go to the website LaKeisha M. Johnson, dot com and get registered also subscribe to the youtube channel the videos on facebook a lot of you guys will go back and watch videos well we've been expiring the videos on facebook so the only videos that you're going to be able to get on facebook are videos from the last three weeks so you need to get a part of the youtube channel go get subscribed get notifications and get updated what else oh launch the launch is still happening as a matter of fact i should um I have a book signing coming up, I think at the end of the month, and I'll share more information. This Friday on the launch pad, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business person, we have a lunch and learn at one o'clock. And I'm going to talk about processing the process. What are your next phases? One of the other reasons businesses or ministries or nonprofits don't succeed is because people skip steps. And so, I wanna to talk to you, I'm gonna give an hour of time just to talk to you about not skipping steps and putting the things in place. If you don't know anything about the launch pad, get on the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, is that it? Um, also, I wanna share this little bit about your physical health. You need to make sure you're taking care of your body, I don't care how slender you look, I don't care how in position you look, you should be taking care of your body daily. You have time for a 30 to 45 minute walk you got time to be on Facebook, you got time to be on Instagram, if you got time to walk, watch your favorite television show, you got time for a 30, 45-minute walk. If you got time to talk to somebody on the telephone, you got time for a 30-minute walk. We are spirit, soul, and body. We are spirit, soul, and body. My God. So please make sure that you are taking care of your body. Walk, don't, you don't have to do it like anybody else. Walk. Kai Davis, Ellis, i missed you. Oh my gosh, hey woman of God, I've missed you. Uh, you have time to take care of yourself. So make that a priority, you ain't gotta go join, join the gym. You ain't gotta do nothing you can't afford to pay for. If you can't afford the gym, but you can get your butt out, you can walk, you can plank and you can do some things for yourself daily don't leave room for excuse y'all ready for the word y'all ready for the word let's pray today god expect us to be whole spirit soul and body y'all ready for the word today i'm ready to share the word with you right thank you for that uh thank you thank you thank you for that so let's get ready to uh pray and get in the word today father god i thank you i thank you father god for your word today i thank you father god that your eyes are open our eyes are open father god and we're ready to receive you father god i'm praying father god that the glorious father of our lord jesus christ give us spiritual wisdom today and insight so that we may grow in your knowledge of god i'm praying that our hearts will be flooded with light so that we can understand the confident hope you have given us and called us to your holy people who will be rich and glorious in our inheritance father god i'm praying that we understand the incredible greatness of god's power for though for us who believe. I thank you, Lord God, for every individual attached to this devotional today. I thank you that your word is going forth today. I cancel the assignment of the enemy off this ministry, off our homes, off our minds, off our spirit my. God, the blood has severed the cord and Jesus is in place. I thank you, Father God. Today we are breaking cycles. We are making changes that we will no longer operate in excuses, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing falling on us. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. I thank you, Father. You are amazing. You are going before us. The angels go before for us, Father God. No more mental ascent, no more parroting. We thank you for revelation in your word. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus name. Amen. Now I shared something with you yesterday and I talked and I brought up the parable of the sower and I told you to read it. I didn't want to read it so that you can determine what type of heart you had, like what type of heart you had, because when we can't get revelation of something, it's often because we it hasn't taken, I hear you, Holy Ghost, it hasn't taken root in us. And when something hasn't taken root in us, then it's hard for us to be produced. But if you don't do a heart check, if you don't judge yourself, if you don't realize Uh, where your heart is, whether or not you got a stony heart, whether or not the word is getting choked up by weeds, you have unforgiveness. I'm going to teach that soon, more on this parable of this heart. If you don't realize that you have those things in place, or those things are happening, or those things are going on, then you won't realize why you keep cycling back, and why you keep breaking. Some of y'all, some of y'all been saying like some of the same things, but with no revelation of it. And it's evidence that you don't have revelation of it because we're not seeing the manifestation and fruit in your life. You still praying the same prayers, you still set praying. And I'm not saying praying the same prayers are not active, but you're not praying prayers with the word or you're not praying activation with the word. It is funny because yesterday when we got off the devotional, Jessica and I were talking and she said, if you don't, she, she said, I get it now. She said, if you don't know what is written, you'll keep repeating the same cycles. And I'm telling you today, if you don't know what's written, you're going to keep Repeating the same cycles. If you don't know why the joy of the Lord is your strength, if you don't know why he was bruised for your iniquities and chastised for your peace, if you don't know why by his stripes you are healed, if you don't know why a just man falls seven times and gets back up, but a wicked man is, if you don't really understand and know the scripture and you're not spending time in the word, you're going to continue in these cycles, because you don't know what the word says about you. You don't know the biblical truth here. And I'm not talking about no, no. I'm talking about knowing from a place of intimacy, my God. I'm talking about knowing without a doubt, knowing that it is what it is, that this is the word, that this is what God said, that this is the truth. So you got to put some truth on the situation. Cycles happen when you don't put truth on the situation. Cycles occur when you're not receiving what the truth says, when you justify, when you modify the word to fit you, when uh, you take the word and put it in a situation to make it applicable because you want to be comfortable. But sometimes the word comes un- becomes uncomfortable, and a lot of times we don't want the word because It's uncomfortable. We don't want to deal with the uncomfortable places that the word is going to bring us to because the word is going to bring you to morality. The word is going to bring you to character. The word is going to bring you to integrity. The word is going to bring you to love and to kindness and to a gentle spirit and to a giving spirit. The word is gonna bring you all to all of that and revelation of it is gonna start manifesting and we're gonna see the fruit of it. And then guess what happens? Once we see the fruit of it, how we disciple others and how others are able to eat off our tree is because it's manifesting and then someone sees you and they're like, my God, what is that going on in their life? And then they're gonna be like, oh, pluck that. I'm gonna eat that. And then I wanna grow in that. That's how we disciple others through our actions. It isn't because I can't, Never mind. It's not just about what you say. I watch people say things all the time and then live completely differently. Like I watch people say things all the time, but live, live, live completely differently. So let me give you a few things today. I want to talk to you a little bit about your pruning process so that you can break these cycles. But I want to encourage you. This is why I love God so much. I want to, I, this is why I love God so much. Second Peter, um, this is the third and the ninth verse. It is really God's desire, my God, that we all be on one accord and that we all get saved. It's his desire. And that's why I know he's been so slow in his coming. It says the the Lord is being patient for your sake. I need you to understand that the Lord is being patient for your sake, but that doesn't mean you get to continue to pimp grace. He's being patient in your, he's being patient for your sake. He's being patient for your sake. He wants you to understand this. He wants you to get wisdom. He wants you to get an understanding. Um, and I know it looks like he's not returning or he's taking a long time, but there's no time constriction for eternity. It says a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. He's not looking at things the way you're looking at things. His ways are higher than your ways. And so he's being patient with you because he's trying to let you get this together. I want to read this to you. It says, uh, but you must not forget, this is 2 Peter third chapter 8, verse. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promises, some people think. No, he's being patient for your sake. He's being patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements of themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found and deserve judgment. So he's being patient for your sake, but in that you don't know when the return, you don't know when you'll leave here. Uh, lately, I've had several people around me die suddenly. My god, die suddenly! So, no, no, that's good, y'all. God has no time frame, but you don't know his time frame either, and that's the part. So, this is my other scripture I want to give you, and then I want to take you somewhere. First Peter 2 18, it says, You who are slaves must accept the authority of your masters with all respect, do what they tell you. Going, not only if they are kind and of reason, but even if they're cruel. For God is pleased with you when you do what you want, when, when you do what you know is right, <laughs> when you do what you know is right, and patiently endure unfair treatment, of course, you get no credit for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing good and endure it patiently, God is pleased with you. For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered. And then he gives an example of Christ. And I'm going to come back and get to the example of Christ a little bit later. But I want to take you. we still, still at the pool of Bethesda. We're still looking at what Jesus was saying to the, to the lame man. We're still looking at the fact that Jesus told him, look. Now you're healed. Now go and don't sin so that you don't get in no trouble. Basically he sent him a warning shot. He gave him a warning. He said, look, now you're healed, right? You're healed. Now go and don't sin. Don't get caught up in sin. So I want to take you to something real quick. And I know that this is why we have difficulty and when why we have the problems that we keep having, and this is what the Lord starts showing me. We're going over to John 15, and we're talking about Jesus being the true vine. It says the true vine is the He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear food, fruit, so they will produce even more. You've already been pruned and purified by this message. You've already been pruned and purified by the fact that you accepted Christ in your life, right? He said, "I remain in me, my God. Stay steadfast in the word. Stay steadfast in the truth. Remain in me, not outside of me. Can I tell you something? Every time you cycle back, to something, you're outside of God's will for your life. Every time you cycle back to the flesh, every time you cycle back to certain circumstances, every time you respond to things the way that the flesh desires to respond to everything, you're not remaining in Christ. Remaining in Christ is not just saying, I'm saved. Remaining in Christ is not just saying I'm saved. That is not remaining in Christ. It's not quoting scriptures. It's not doing all this church. It's not, that's not just, it says remain in me and I will remain in you for a branch cannot produce fruit. If it's severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. That's why over in Galatians it says, These deeds will keep us from experiencing the kingdom. And it gets into sexual morality, it gets into drunkenness, it gets into arguing, it gets into coveting, it gets into a list of things that it says clearly. These things will keep us from experiencing the heaven because when we start tapping and operating and participating in these things, guess what? We're not remaining in Christ. And I know some of you are saying it's impossible, but it is possible. And the way that I know it's possible is because the word keeps telling us the same thing over and over again, that it's possible. If it's written in the word and it's telling us it's possible, it's gotta be possible. But the only way that it's gonna be possible is like every instance we've seen It's when we encounter Christ and we allow Christ to lead the way and we allow Christ to do the work in us. So it says, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine and cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. So every time you act, act outside of character, every time you go back to that place, you're stepping outside of Christ. You know, Psalms 91, he who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty, right? When you step outside to handle stuff in your own way, when you step outside to do things in your own strength, you are stepping outside the shadow. You are, you, you're not abiding in the shadow. You're not abiding in God. You're not abiding in Christ. You're not remaining in Him. Every time you revert back to drinking, I've been there, done all that. Every time you revert back to sex as your vice, every time you use any of your vices. Every time you make the decision, well, I'm not going to church no more because they don't upset me or I'm not reading my Bible today. Every time you revert back, you step outside of Christ. You step outside of Christ and says, yes, I'm the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in him will produce much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. That's why I've been teaching you. It's not in your strength. Is not on you. It's in what the word says, because that's what's going to produce the harvest and the fruit with you. It's the word. You don't have the capability to produce or break these cycles in your own strength and on your own. The only way a cycle is going to be broken is if you allow yourself to go through the pruning process. (laughs) If you will allow yourself to go through this pruning process, this is from Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words or the word remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. My God, he's telling you, you got to stay connected. If you need more power and strength in your life today to break these cycles, to see change, to see something manifest, it's in your word. It's not in your carnal thinking. It's not in things that you think don't matter. That's what I'm saying. You gotta have and understand what the word means and what the word is saying about your marriage. You gotta see, you gotta know what the word is saying about your circumstance. You gotta know what the word is saying about the situation. You know what the word is requiring of you because you will use false measurements come on, Holy Ghost, you'll use false measurements of success for putting yourself in a position and saying, oh, it's okay because so-and-so acts like this and their life looks successful. When the word tells you don't don't pay attention to sinners or don't pay attention to this, you'll use false, what what looks like bearing fruit, and it ain't even really bearing fruit. (laughs) It ain't even really bearing fruit, but you'll use that in your life as your measurement tool to continue in a way, and God is like, know what? Yeah, that's right. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. That's Zechariah, says the Lord. You're only going to be able to break this cycle and overcome these things if you stay, remain, humble yourself before the Lord and ask the Lord to search your heart and to prune you. You have got to be willing to be pruned. You've got to be okay for correction. You've got to be okay looking at how the what the word says about that. There's a scripture in the word that talks about coarse joking. How many of us still joke coarsely? How many of us are brash? Um, The word sarcasm, if you look up the history behind it, means like stabbing with little knives. How many of us are still sarcastic? The word tells you to speak to yourself in psalms and hymns, meaning you're not even supposed to be critical of yourself. How many of us are still speaking to ourselves Critically, how many of us are still speaking to others critically? Why are we still speaking to others critically? Why? Because we haven't put the word on this situation. The word tells us, without faith, it's impossible to please God. How many of us are still out of faith? We're out of faith because we don't trust and know what the word says. The word says, He was bruised for our iniquities and chastised for our peace, and by His stripes we are healed. How many of us still aren't faithing for our healing because we don't know what the word says and because man has told us that that it may not work. And you got to rely on this other stuff but the word is the word is the word is the word is the word the word is the word is the word is the word is the word, and the only way that you're gonna break the cycles is that you know what the word says about you, that you understand your righteousness, that you know when he was bruised, when he was chastised for your peace. Peace should be coming on you. You should not be spending all this time with God in your word at church and peace not coming to you. The word should give you a peace, but you really don't know what the word says. My God, if you really don't know what the word says, James tells us a double-minded man is unstable in all. His or her ways. Your double-minded with, with the word is what's going to continue to produce your instability. I look at some some people sometimes on Facebook, and I see their schizophrenic statuses. They all over the place, and I'm like, my God, let me intercede from them. This is a a sign of a double-minded person. This is a sign of a double-minded person. And the reason I can't break cycles is because my mind doesn't know whether to trust the word or not. You don't need to trust the word or not. You say what the word says. You don't have to pray something random or make something up or have these great sound praise. A lot of times when I pray, I'm just saying what the word says about the circumstance. Sometimes y'all write the ministry and I might send you two, three lines back. I'm just gonna say to you what the word says about the situation. I'm going to say by your stripes, here, here. I'm going to say if you're giving, press down, shaking together, running double shall men and women, give to your bosom. I'm going to talk to you about the consistency of the kingdom that's going to change your life. I told you some weeks ago, it's in your consistency. It's in your humility. Breakthroughs are happening. Miracles are happening. But the consistency in the word and holding on to the word and not trusting in yourself is what's producing them. And worship, and worship we learned is obedience, as well as singing psalms and being thankful and grateful. You cannot be mean and sullen and callous and backbiting or all this stuff and spending time in the word and the word not producing. And Jesus just made a case for this. If you're remaining in me, you're going to be produce much fruit. It says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. If you're in Christ, my God, the scripture says we not we don't have what we desire because we ask with wrong motive. If things are not moving and changing, it may be that you're asking with wrong motive. My wrong motive. You got to give back, you got to be in your word. And somebody said it doesn't take all that. I'm like, it takes absolutely all that. It takes if Christ be in, if Christ be for you, who can be against you? If the word works for you, who can be against you? But if you don't know what the word says, it's not going to produce no, food, no fruit. That's why you keep cycling back. You don't know what the word says, and you don't trust what the word says. You don't know. You know more what Facebook says. You know what more Instagram says. Can I challenge you in something? It's something I've been doing. Every time you pick up your phone, can you put a set of scriptures on your phone? I don't care if it's just five. And every time you pick up your phone, or you go to reach for social media, that's good. Or you go to reach for social media, or you go to reach to, to a text, or you go to reach, can you quote a word, the word of God? Can you get a certain scripture and put that in your mouth? Um, God's word is true. I believe God. I walk in the light of what God says because the word of God is speaking to me today. Do you know if you practice that word of taking your bible with you instead of gossiping can you start spending time in the word can you start backing up and spending more time with the father than spending your time everywhere else if you'll start doing that i promise you the word will work in you i was headed out to go friday night and do something and i was like no i got caught up in the word and the word that i got caught up in that friday night Man, it did something for my spirit and it motivated motivated me and it did something in my heart and it helped me and it blessed me. And it was way more than anything I could have been connected to um, that night. That's it. We out of time. I love y'all. We out of time. That was so good. Like that was so good. God is so good to us. God is so good to us. So instead of reaching for your phone, put a set of scriptures. I'm gonna put a set of everyday confessions on the wall, and I'm gonna send them out today in the devotional that you can confess every day. Take one a day, every time you reach for your phone, speak a word, quote a scripture, so that the mind of Christ can start getting in you. And then you'll stop having beef with people, you'll stop having issues, you'll stop focusing on your haters, you'll stop being so it's schizophrenic. I used to be trifling. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I used to be trifling. The word is what's working in me because I have decided to spend more time in the word so that remaining in him, he can prune me and deal with. The word is going to prune us and deal with us and challenge us. And and challenge us. I was up this morning. God was showing me how to sow, uh, what to sow, how to sow out of having limited finances. You know what I'm saying? My finances are not limited, but I'm operating on a specific budget. He gave me a strategy for sowing because he said he'd give seed to the sower. And my heart's desire is to sow into kingdom and sow into other people. So he gave me wisdom and strategy, but I had to find it in the word. I had to find it in the Word. He took me to a particular scripture of the widow's might, and he was like, she gave all she had. It's not how much you give, Lakeisha. It's the fact that you're giving consistently. And I was like, Lord, thank you for that. Thank you for showing me that. I needed that, because you know it's my heart's desire to give. He will give you, he'll give you that. Uh, It's not an app. It's just, I got scriptures on my phone. I don't have an app. I just got scriptures in my notes. And I, I tap into my notes on a consistent kind basis. I keep the word in my ear. Faith comes by hearing. You got to keep the word in your ear. I really wish I could show you how to mani- manifest. Like people people have talk, talked about manifesting before. I wish I could really show you how to manifest at a whole different level. I can show you what manifesting looks like, but that's a whole class. Like that's a whole lesson. I could really show you what manifesting looks like. And it's a lot different than most people show us. I love y'all so much. We got to get out of here. Let's do our confession again. Let's go. Let's do our confession together. Let's go. Hold on. I'm sorry. We're going to get our confession in. And those of you that are not subscribed to the website, Get subscribed so you can get the stuff I mail out. <laughs> it says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules change, and battles won which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing of favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I rise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me. The men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord in Jesus' name, amen. My God, what a word for today! What a word for today! Yeah, launch pad ain't gonna do manifestation. Yeah, it is. Y'all, I've been the people that I've been privately coaching, I've been teaching them how to manifest differently. It's a strategy to it, and what manifestation looks like. I promise it does. I love y'all so it's, I can't wait to write again and share with you guys just the journey of how LMJ Ministries really got built and step-by-step step what God did for us and what God continuously, significantly does for us. If you're not subscribed to the website, go get on LakeishaMJohnson.com. Don't forget, rejoice rotten.org. I can be heard doing, doing the news and relationship realities. Get connected to the ministry. Stay connected. Go be love today. Y'all, let somebody, love is an action word. Let somebody experience the love of God through you today. Make a decision today. You know what? I'm going to be gentle and kind all day. I'm going to be loving all day. And somebody's going to encounter me all day long. They're going to encounter the goodness of me. Why? Because it's kingdom, baby. And I'll see you guys back in here. we break in cycles in the morning. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries,